This episode is brought to you by Hostfully. Using Hostfully, you can create a free digital guidebook for your listing so that you can save time creating a professional experience for every guest that comes and visits your spot. Learn more at hostfully.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to episode 317 of Get Paid for Your Pad. Well, guess what I'm going to be talking about today? Everyone's talking about it. Of course, it is the coronavirus, which seems to have taken over the world. And it's not just a virus that is affecting the world. It's it's the fear around it. Everyone is very, very fearful. People don't want to travel. People are canceling. Airlines are cutting the their their uh, their prices like crazy. If you want to travel right now, like you can get some really, really good deals. So I'm going to provide some information, some advice. I've obviously been getting a lot of questions on this topic, so I've done a little bit of research. Um, well, first of all, there's a there's a website where you can actually keep track of what countries are affected, how many cases are there. So I find it very useful. It's www.worldometers.info slash coronavirus. So I'll put that in the show links, but... Um, it's a really good website where you can keep track uh, per country. You know how many new cases are there? Is it uh, is it increasing? Is it decreasing? How many people are recovered? How many active cases? So I think the first thing that we should all do is just be informed, right? Just actually know what's going on versus just kind of blindly jumping on the panic train. But let's uh, let's go through some uh, some other information. Of course, there's you know the markets that are really affected the most. Uh, is of course, uh, of course, China, South Korea, Japan. We're seeing a lot of cancellations there. A lot of Airbnb hosts are uh, going for a really tough time there. In Italy as well, uh, certain markets in the U.S. like Los Angeles, mostly the West Coast, because you know th- those are the places that see a lot of travelers from Asia, typically, right? New York as well. So, of course, our thoughts are with the Airbnb hosts in those places. I've talked to a lot of hosts who have literally had 100% of their bookings canceled, like Northern Italy. It's been hit really, really badly. Nobody's traveling there. Uh, Airlines have canceled flights. Italy has actually locked down the entire country, so people are not allowed to travel unless it's for work or for health-related or emergency uh, reasons. So, so yeah, our our thoughts are definitely with, uh, with all the hosts that are having all their bookings canceled. There's no new bookings coming in, especially if you're dependent on your Airbnb income, which a lot of people are. It can be really, really tough if you have no income for a few months, right? And nobody knows how long this is going to take. I'll talk a little bit about the outlook uh, later in this podcast. But what I really want to focus on is, you know, what can we do as Airbnb host? How do we deal with these cancellations? And what can we do to, you know, to get some more bookings and, you know, survive these tough times? So I want to start by addressing some uh, cancellations that are coming in outside of the extenuating circumstances policy, right? So Airbnb has a policy, it's called the extenuating circumstances policy. 
And what this policy describes is situations where guests can cancel an Airbnb booking without uh, losing any money. So this is outside of the cancellation policies, right? There's free cancellation policies. There's flexible, moderate, and strict. Now, normally when a guest books and cancels, depending on your policy, you may receive your, you may get to keep some of that money, right? But if the guest is coming from a country that is described in the extenuating circumstances policy, if the booking complies with that, then it doesn't matter what cancellation policy you have. Even if it's strict, and even if it's two days before the stay, the guests will still be refunded all of their money. Now, to make matters worse, I've been getting a lot of reports from Airbnb hosts who are seeing their bookings being canceled and the guests being refunded even outside of this policy. So basically what happens is, you know, Airbnb guests, they will call Airbnb and they'll, or they'll, maybe they'll message you first and say like, hey, I don't want to travel right now. I'm worried about the virus, right? And then, you know, that's cool. But if you have a cancellation policy that allows you to keep a certain part of that money, then you should be, you should be allowed to keep that money, right? That's what the cancellation policy is for. But those guests will then call Airbnb and they'll talk to some representative. And, uh, you know, as we all know, Airbnb tends to favor the, the guests. And so I've seen a lot of reports coming in of, of cancellations that have that are outside of the extenuating circumstances policy, right? It's just uh, the guests just don't want to travel. But that risk, you know, should really fall into the guest, not on the on the host, in my opinion. So... So that's uh, that's something that kind of makes matters worse. I've seen uh, questions from hosts as well. I'm, I'm getting a lot of questions, as you can imagine. But a question that hosts have is, you know, my guest requests to cancel and requests a refund, even even though I have a strict cancellation policy. Like, should I? Am I now morally obliged to to refund that guest? Right. And I mean, my opinion is is no. I mean, you know, you, you're running a business, you're dependent on that uh, income and, you know, the cancellation policy is there for a reason. Um, when people book a listing with a strict cancellation policy, they know they're, they're taking a little bit of risk, right? And that's their choice. You know, I, I don't think that, uh, that we as hosts should uh, or have a moral obligation to, to refund uh, the guests if it's outside of the policy. I mean, Airbnb is already, you know, favoring the guests quite a bit. So yeah, no, I, I don't think you have to do that. I think you just explain to the guests, like, listen, like this is these are the policies, and that's what it is. Um, I mean, it's unfortunate, of course, and I obviously I can imagine if you're traveling and you're going on a holiday and you have to cancel it, you know, it's it's not fun. Um, but at the same time, the extenuating circumstances policy is really meant for the people that are actually, you know, running a risk, right, where the virus actually affects the travel. So. If that's not the case, if you're traveling to from a region that is not really uh, affected and you're traveling to a region that's not affected, then there's no real reason to cancel it other than fear. And, you know, if you're canceling as a guest because of fear, then I don't think the host should be uh, punished for that. So that's my opinion. I'm sure not everybody agrees. But anyway, one thing you can do is if if guests are requesting to cancel you could tell them like, hey, why don't you travel at a different date? That's an option, right? So you say, hey, why don't, we, why don't you just change the dates? Because you can change the dates. You can change any reservation on Airbnb. 
Um, so that's a better option than than you know having the guest uh, call the Airbnb customer support and then getting your booking canceled. It's better to at least have that booking be moved to a future date. Now, there's also hosts that are a bit scared of getting exposure to the virus, right? So I've gotten reports as well from hosts who are saying like, hey, I, I have, you know, somebody's from China and I, I'm worried about the virus. But what I want to say on that is, you know, don't don't panic and just cancel all your, your reservations because if it's, if it's outside of the extenuating circumstances policy, then you're actually going to get penalized by Airbnb, right, for canceling. So the extenuating circumstances policy applies to guests and to hosts, right? So guests get their money refunded and hosts get to cancel bookings uh, without any penalties. So if you are concerned about exposure to the virus and you have guests that have booked that's outside of the extenuating circumstances policy, instead of canceling, I would say you can do a self-check-in. Uh, you can also ask your guests like where, where the guest has traveled to in the last couple of months. Right, I think the I think the perception of the of the risk uh, right now is so much greater than the actual risk, and so my advice for hosts who are concerned is, you know, don't panic and do your research. You know, ask the guests where have you traveled, and uh, and look at the stats. You know, look at that website that I mentioned and see if there's if there's actually a lot of cases. And the other thing is, of course, you know, really up your game when it comes to cleaning. That's another way that you can entice guests to book your property by emphasizing that you keep it really clean. You know, you offer like hand sanitizer, you keep the doorknobs clean, etc. And I'll, I'll get into more uh, more advice for for people who are, you know, seeing a lot of cancellations. Like, what can we do to get more bookings? Right. That's that's the most important question, really. So, what can we do? What can we do as Airbnb hosts? You're getting cancellations, you're not getting a lot of bookings, and you're concerned, obviously. Uh, what can you do to survive these times, right? What can you do to entice people to book your listing? Well, I mean, there's there's a few things that are really obvious and a few things that are not as obvious. So let me start with the obvious, right? So obviously, in markets that are affected, in order to get bookings, we're going to have to offer discounts. There's no real way around it. It's not fun. But uh, I mean, look at the airlines, what they're doing. Uh, you can fly for, you know, 20, 30 bucks right now. Uh, I just saw an email from Alaska Airlines. They're they're slashing their rates. They're absolutely slashing their rates. So there is a lot of opportunity to travel for free, right? almost for free right now. Uh, I have uh, in our uh, communities, in our SDR Legends communities, and also our uh, uh, SDR Profit Academy, a lot of people are looking into like traveling somewhere. A bunch of people want to travel to Hawaii because it's so cheap right now, right? And so if you've traveled to a market that's not affected, then you're really not risking much, right? So airlines are, are really cutting their, their prices. Hopefully that will entice more people to uh, to travel. We actually, I, I do see reports of, of uh, hosts that are saying that uh, they're getting a lot of last minute bookings, right? That might be a little silver lining on this big disaster is that some people will cancel the international travels, but then they will instead, they will travel locally. So we do see uh, a lot of uh, last minute bookings coming in in, uh, in certain areas. But yeah, other than lowering your prices, I mean, it's better 
you know, it's better to make something than to make nothing, right? Plus, you know, every booking has some value for the future as well, right? Because a booking means you you got people in your place, they might be coming back, they might recommend your place to somebody. Plus, it helps you to keep up your visibility in the search results, right? Because one issue that arises when you're when you're getting all these cancellations and now you don't have any bookings, it hurts your SEO as well, right? So Airbnb is not going to show your property in the search result as much. So, you know, I think it's better to you know, keep some momentum, even even though you have to slash prices and you're not making as much, it's better to just get some people into your place than to, to have it empty, right? So that's an obvious one. Another thing I think you can do is, you know, you tell your friends and your family, right? Let them know like, hey, I'm going for a difficult time. I've got all these cancellations. If you want to come out for a weekend, stay at my place, I'll give you a 50% discount, but then, you know, at least you, at least you have something, right? Um, now I already mentioned, like definitely emphasize on your listing. You keep your home clean. And one little trick that I saw a bunch of people using is they'll advertise in their title. They will advertise that their market is Corona free, like Corona free getaways, C O V I D nineteen ready food, water, breakfast. People are advertising that they stocked up their home with uh, with toilet paper with you know, with supplies so that people don't have to go to, uh, the guests don't have to go to a supermarket. People are advertising, you know, coronavirus discounts, corona free markets, like all that kind of stuff. And and I think that's a smart idea if you're, if you're in a market where corona is not yet present. Because again, like people are just afraid of traveling right now, right? Um, but it you know, the, there's such a big difference between the perceived risk and the, and the actual risk, right? So, you know, you can include pictures of your cleaning staff inside your home. You can write in the description. You can write, you know, what you're doing to, you know, what extra measures you're taking to make sure that your home is really clean. So those are, those are a few things that you can do with your title and your description to kind of encourage people to book. I would also set your cancellation policy to flexible because... I think right now people will be very reluctant to book a place that has a strict cancellation policy because there's so much uncertainty, right? Uh, especially if people are booking like two or three months out, you know, they don't, the, the market might be Corona free now, but you don't know what's going to happen in the future. And so I think because the people are so fearful right now, I don't think uh, a lot of people would want to book a, a place with a strict cancellation policy. But on top of that, you know, that policy doesn't really help you. If the guests want to cancel, they call Airbnb and then they, you know, Airbnb lets them cancel anyway, right? Even if it's outside of the policy, there's a good chance that they'll let the guest cancel. In other words, the strict cancellation policy doesn't seem to offer much protection in the current environment. So you might as well get it to flexible and, and, and get some more bookings. Now, another thing you can do is you could list on more channels. You know, generally... I always think that if you're in a market where there's a lot of demand on one channel, it can be a very good strategy to only list on that channel and just really kill it on that channel. Just really have like one of the best listings. But in these circumstances, when demand is really, really low, like I've always said, like if you're in a market where there's not a lot of demand, then it makes sense to list on a lot of different channels because then that extra demand that you're capturing you know, has more value than the value of just having one of the best listings on one channel. So as demand is dropping, I think it makes more sense to, you know, to utilize different channels. 
So that's another thing you could do. Definitely be informed about your local market. Know what's going on. But be aware of where your guests are traveling from. And then, you know, stocking up on supplies is, uh, is, is a good idea, right? Because that's something that people are concerned about. They don't want to go to places where there's a lot of people. So they don't want to go to the supermarket, probably. <laughs> so, you know, let them know that, you know, there's Uber Eats. You know, you have, you have everything in your home that people need. They don't have to leave the home. They're safe. So those are some things that you can, uh, that you can do. I also want to talk a little bit about the outlook, right? I mean, how long is this thing going to take? Now, obviously, nobody knows. You know, there there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. And so I'll go through the, is there any hope items? Well, first of all, like I mentioned, like a lot of airlines have uh, have really slashed their rates. So I'm really hoping that a lot of people take those opportunities and they're promoting they're promoting this pretty hard. If you fly regularly, you probably have a few emails from the airlines right now in your inbox that talk about the promotions that they're offering, the the crazy low fares, etc. So so hopefully that will uh, that will stimulate some people to to start flying. And by the way, the oil price has completely crashed. So that's that's at least a uh, a good thing for the airlines because of course the fuel is a is a big cost to the airlines. So you know that probably will help them uh, lower the prices a bit. I'll talk a little bit more about the oil crash because it's, it's been a bit of a crazy week, hasn't it? Hey, vacation rental hosts. This is Margot, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Hostfully. We make digital guidebooks and property management software. I'm really excited to tell you about a new feature that can help you earn more from each booking. We've just launched our marketplace, which gives you the chance to earn extra cash when you provide more services to guests, things like early check-in, late checkout, or an extra cleaning. You can even use the marketplace to sell tickets to local tours and activities. This is a feature that hosts all around the world have been asking for, and we are thrilled to deliver it. To learn more, please check us out at hostfully.com. So is there any hope? Well, there also, it seems to be that when the weather warms up, it helps to contain viruses. Like I'm not a virus expert, but um, that's something that uh, a lot of people are saying that that's why flus are seasonal. Apparently they fare better in cold weather and with low humidity. So as the as the temperatures are rising around the world and the humidity goes up, uh, that might help to contain the virus a bit. Uh, I don't think it's a given. I don't think it's a guarantee because uh, I mean, you know, you look at a market like Singapore and there's there's definitely there's like 160 cases I think in Singapore, which is extremely hot and extremely humid. So it's it's not a guarantee, but it does it does seem to have an influence at least in the past. Now, in uh, in some markets, like I said, we we do see an increase increase in uh, last minute bookings because people are traveling domestically instead of internationally. So that could be that could be something that you can do with your listing as well. Is uh, is kind of shifting your your target audience. So in, instead of trying to in- attract international travelers, uh, you could try and uh, attract uh, domestic travelers. And last but not least, uh, I looked at the numbers, and it seems like it's fairly under control now in uh in china i'm looking at uh i'm at the stats right now i see china has a total of eighty thousand cases but uh sixty thousand of them are totally recovered right and so there's only a seventeen thousand active cases uh left and it's not increasing uh, much anymore so it seems to be under control now i don't know it's always the question are these numbers accurate 
Hopefully they are, but that's some, uh, at least that's a little bit of hope there. What else can we do? Well, we need to, we need to survive, right? That's the most important thing. Um, you know, a lot of people have, uh, have bills to pay, have, uh, you know, maybe if you're doing arbit- rental arbitrage, you have to pay uh, rent. So other things you can do is, you know, cut costs, like don't, don't spend any money that you don't have to spend. The reality is we don't know how long this is going to go. My expectation based on, you know, previous outbreaks of viruses is that it will probably get under control within a few months. And hopefully by the summer, we should be in a better, in a better spot. But I mean, you, you know, nobody knows, right? That's kind of what it looks like to me. But yeah, we have to be we have to be conservative now. You know, don't take too much risk. Don't spend too much money. See where you can uh, cut costs. Another thing you definitely want to do is uh, if there's big events in your area, see if they're if they're being canceled or not. Because a lot of events are being canceled, right? Like South by Southwest is canceled. Google canceled one of their conferences. You know, there's a lot of sports events that are getting canceled. So, you know, if there's a big event coming up, then at least it's better to be aware of that, whether it's still going to uh, take place or not. Now, I want to talk a little bit about what happened over the weekend as well. Like I actually sent out an email last week where I was expressing a little bit of concern, like this current situation, the current environment kind of reminds me back to 2007 when i was trading in the financial markets it was a similar time where the you know the real estate prices the housing prices were at the all time high the stock market was at an all time high and we were starting to see some cracks like of course it it started with the with the subprime back then but right now i just feel like we're in a similar time like of course nobody can predict what the markets are going to do nobody can predict what the economy is going to do but uh, I just feel like there's we're in, in a in an environment right now where there's more risk. So I sent out an email last week where I was expressing some concerns about where we currently are in the economy, in the stock market, and all of that. It just kind of reminds me of 2007, and back then I was actually trading in the financial markets, and it just seems there's so many similarities. Right, I remember back then gold was moving up. You know, there were some cracks in the system the, with the subprime stuff. But then people were saying, "Well, you know, that's contained. It's not a big deal." And that's kind of like what I what I feel like now. Um, we're seeing, you know, of course, this, the stock market's at all time high. Not quite all time high. It's, it's crashed a little bit, you know. But still, if you look at if you look at the graph from two thousand and eight until now, it's still a massive 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 increase and you you know the the decline looks very very small if you look at it from that perspective but also the house prices are at an all-time high what's a bit scary is that you know back in 2007 the interest rates were at like five or six percent and so the federal reserve had a lot of opportunity to to stimulate the economy right and not just here but also in europe right now the interest rates are pretty much zero everywhere Right. So I'm just a little concerned, like what's, you know, what's going to happen if, if we get a downturn, like, you know, it feels like the central banks don't really have much ammunition. And so as a result, you know, I, I, I'm a little risk averse right now. So I don't want to do any big investments. I don't want to take on any, you know, expensive leases, stuff like that. In my email, the reason I wrote it was, I think right now, 
if you're going to choose between like rental arbitrage and you know managing other people's properties, I think the the second choice uh, makes more sense in this environment because you know you're taking less risk. If we do go through a recession, then it's better to be managing somebody else's property than to being stuck with a one or two year lease. So that was just uh, the point of my email. But obviously, I didn't know that Saudi Arabia and Russia were going to throw a, a bomb on the oil market. And uh, the oil prices crashed all the way down to about around 30 bucks or so, which kind of sent a, sent a shockwave through the economy with the stock markets crashing yesterday. Uh, I'm, I'm recording this on Tuesday. Um, so on Monday, the stock markets crashed. They had the biggest down day since the financial crisis, which is uh, which is kind of crazy. But anyway, uh, hopefully, hopefully it's not going to be too bad, you know. But I'm just uh, I'm just a little bit concerned about this uh, about this whole situation now this whole econ- economic situation and of course it's a it's almost like a perfect storm with the coronavirus and then the you know the the, the drop in the oil price on top of that and one of the reasons why the lower oil prices it can be a concern is of course for consumers it's it can be good you know it's nice that the gas prices uh, will go down gasoline you know but there's a lot of companies in the U- US that can't operate profitably with oil prices at these levels, right? There's a lot of shill oil producers that have a lot of debt. And those companies, they won't be able to weather the storm that long. Like the producers in uh, Saudi Arabia and Russia, those guys can deal with uh, lower oil prices for a while. So I think that's one of the reasons why you know it hurt the, the market so hard. But anyway, I just wanted to uh, express that. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's a bit of a crazy time right now. So hopefully, you know, you find uh, find this valuable. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Uh, if you're not on my email list, sign up at getpaidforyourpad.com. You know, I'll keep you updated on, uh, on what's going on. You know, obviously, we with our community, we had, our community has grown a lot, especially since I uh, partnered with Eric. And uh, we have... Uh, I think we have over like 30, 35,000 hosts in our community right now, just between our Facebook groups, our email lists and, you know, the, the legends and the, the profit Academy. So we have a pretty good idea of what's going on in the Airbnb, in the world of Airbnb. So we'll, uh, we'll definitely keep you updated. We'll do lives in the Airbnb profit club. If you're not a member of the Airbnb profit club, you can join the group. It's a free group. We go live in there like every week. So if you want to stay updated, you know, join the email list, join the the Airbnb Profit Club, and we'll uh, we'll keep you updated. So yeah, so I hope uh, I hope everyone is surviving. I hope it's not getting too bad. We've seen some some reports that are pretty you know looking pretty bad, but I hope everyone's going to survive. I hope people are not going to go under. Um, due to this coronavirus, I hope it's going to be contained very quickly and I hope the economy stays on track. We'll see. Nobody can predict the future. But definitely my uh, my thoughts are with, with the hosts in, in, in places like Northern Italy, places uh, like LA where we're seeing a lot of cancellations, Seattle. My thoughts are with you guys. Stick in there. Don't give up. Be creative. Think outside of the box. Uh, hopefully the, the tips that I've gave in this episode are, are, are useful. And um, thanks for listening. Until next week. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.